BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. Trade deadline's August 1st. So Saturday, the 29th, is Uncle Futrelli's birthday. So Sunday's the 30th. Monday's the 31st. Tuesday's the trade deadline. Who are all of the pitchers that could possibly be on the move? Well, obviously, Otani's the one that everybody wants, and nobody knows if he's going to get dealt. Of course, he's certainly an ace, but he hasn't been great in July. He's allowed 14 earned runs over 16 and a third in three starts. He ranks third in baseball with a 32% strikeout rate. Of course, a career 3.14 ERA with a 1.10 whip. We already know what he does with his bat, jacking home runs and filling stadiums. The guy's a freak. Who wouldn't want to trade for Otani? What about Blake Snell of the Padres? He's 30 now. He'll be a free agent after the season. A lot of people think he's going to move. He leads baseball in ERA, ranking second among National League starters with an 11.9K per nine inning trend. He says he wants to finish the season in San Diego, and that's all he says, which means he can roll after the season, which doesn't do them any good at all. The Padres' biggest trade piece is Snell. And they could get a nice return if they decide to deal him. What about the Cubs' Marcus Stroman? He signed through this season with a 21 million player option for 2024. He says he wants to sign an extension with the Cubs, but they've never done that. And he'll probably opt out in the offseason to test free agency. I'll say this much for Stroman. He's allowed only seven home runs all season. That's impressive. He's got a 3-0 ERA in 122 in the third innings, 105 strikeouts. He's been impressive. Now, this guy, Jordan Montgomery, the left-hander of the Cardinals, he's a hot commodity right now in a trade market for sure. He's 30, and he's done well in St. Louis since they got him from the Yankees. He's, you know top 10 in the NL and ERA but he's a pending free agent so they're probably going to deal him. What about Josh Hader of the Padres? His ERA is 0.97. He's 29 now. Maybe the best closer in the game. He's a five-time All-Star. 
156 saves over his seven years. And if the Padres were to get hot the rest of the season and get into it and have a shot at a wild card, they would need Hayter, their closer, to get it done. Most people think Eduardo Rodriguez of the Tigers is definitely on the move. He's having a career year, ranking first in ERA among AL starters with at least 80 innings pitched. He's been unbelievable. The problem is the left-handers owed $49 million through 2026 and can opt out of his deal following this season if he wants to. I think he's been great for the Tigers, and I think they'd be stupid to get rid of him. I definitely think Lucas Giolito of the White Sox is on the move. Remember, he was 6th in AL Cy Young voting in 2019, 7th in 2020, 11th in 2021. Allegedly, the Dodgers and Diamondbacks have shown interest in the righty. He's got a 3.79 ERA and 121 innings pitched with 131 strikeouts and a 1.22 whip. So along with Montgomery, I think the Cardinals probably moved Jack Flaherty, if you can believe it. He's only 27, a 4.39 ERA, 102 strikeouts, a 1.53 whip. He's a pending free agent, so they're in sell mode. Why wouldn't they deal him? There's been some concern because of injury possibilities. The righty's about to go over 100 innings pitched for the first time since 2019. And I don't think Liam Hendricks of the White Sox is getting dealt. He's had an elbow problem that's kept him sidelined since early June. He came back from cancer. He beat stage four non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, started pitching, was doing great, and then hurt his elbow. I think he's fried. They're not dealing him. Now, here's a guy that's going to get moved. David Robertson of the Mets from their bullpen. He's 38 now, a free agent after the season, a 2.08 ERA with 48 strikeouts and a 1.02 whip. He's having his best season since 2017, ranking ninth among NL relievers in ERA and saves. He's probably the first guy they're going to deal. I'm sure they'd love to deal Verlander or Scherzer with those gigantic 40 million plus contracts that they have and the results they've gotten from both of the veterans hasn't been pleasing. So we've told you about Giolito and Hendricks. What about Fat Lance Lynn? Your boy's 36 with a 6.1 ERA. He's been atrocious. 139 Ks, not bad. A 1.44 whip. He's a free agent after the season. He's going to get moved. He's been all over the place. Sometimes he's been great. A 16 strikeout game against the Mariners. But overall, he's been having his problems. Like, it hasn't been a good year compared to last year when he was a finalist for the Cy Young in the American League. But that was in 21, so here we are two years later, and he's all over the place. A lot of people think Michael Lorenzen of the Tigers is going to move. He's got a 3.49 ERA. The All-Star has a 1.09 whip, and he'd certainly help a contender in the starting rotation or even in the bullpen. He's only owed $3.5 million on his contract, and he hits free agency at the end of the season. 
What about Kyle, a.k.a. Jimi Hendrix of the Cubs? He's 33, signed through this season, has a 16 million team option for 24. The professor has been really tough since being out. He was out for a long time with an injury, but he's got a 3.38 ERA and a 1.06 whip and 11 starts. Cubs fans don't want to get rid of him, but you could sell him at his age. He's still got value, and you could get some stuff back for him. Another Cardinal, Jordan Hicks. He could be a weapon in a bullpen for a contender down the stretch. The guy throws 100 miles an hour. I mean, who doesn't want that? He's allowed just three earned runs over 13 appearances since mid-June. He's got a 3.76 ERA, 58 strikeouts, and a 1.50 whip. Middle reliever Joe Kelly of the White Sox could also be a guy that's dealt. Uh, free agent after the season. And he certainly pitched in big games. And contenders like that, guys that have experience in gigantic games, playoff games, etc. And Kelly is certainly that. He has a 4.66 ERA, 40 strikeouts, and a 1.24 whip. Looks like the Pirates might trade the old veteran lefty, Rich Hill, who's 43, is a free agent after the season. And the Pirates are finished. And the guy can eat innings. I know that much. He's got a 4.84 ERA, 94 strikeouts, and a 1.45 whip. What about Carlos Carrasco of the Mets? I mean, who's going to want him? He's had one of the worst seasons of his career. Not only has he been average this year, he can't stay healthy. He's 36 with a 5.82 ERA, 50 strikeouts, and a 1.57 whip. It's disastrous. How about the reliever Trevor May of the A's? He was terrible at the beginning of the season. But lately, since like June 13, he's allowed just two earned runs. He'd be a strong arm out of the bullpen. He's got a 4.73 ERA with 23 strikeouts and a 1.65 whip. They already traded Fujinami. And now May could be next. He's 33, free agent, like I said, after the season. In some of the biggest games on Sunday, the Jays beat Seattle in the Northwest 4-3. Guerrero and Belt with home runs, and that was the difference for Toronto. The Astros beat the A's 3-2. Dubon's home run in the ninth inning lifts the Strohs for the win at the Ashtray. The Cubs beat up the Cards all weekend at Wrigley. Bellinger homers again in this one, drove in three runs. And Jamison shots of Taillon pitched into the sixth inning. The Twins swept the White Sox with a 5-4 win in 12 innings. Jeffers with a big two-out single to win it for Minnesota. The Braves doubled up the Brewers 4-2 in Brewtown. Albies with a three-run home run in the eighth inning. That was the difference. Bryce Harper drove in the go-ahead run in the tenth inning with a single. Phillies 8-5 in extras over the Guardians in Cleveland. The Marlins had a rise with a big RBI single in the 10th to give the Marlins the win and end their eight-game skid, beating the Rockies by a run. Gunnar Henderson and Ryan O'Hearn homered for the AL East leading Orioles in their 5-3 win at the Trop in Tampa. The Reds beat the D-backs 7-3. 
Ellie De La Cruz with a home run, his first career leadoff shot. How about Lane Thomas of the Nationals? Four stolen bases. They beat the Giants 6-1. Tigers over the Padres 3-1. They beat Musgrove. Sunday Night Baseball, Red Sox over the Mets 6-1. Devers homered. Duvall drove in two runs. Angels beat the Bucks 7-5. Otani homered. Muncie hit a grand slam for the Dodgers, but Texas still beat them 8-4. And the Yankees got by the Royals 8-5. Rizzo finally hit a home run. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 